This message comes from NPR sponsor REI Co-op. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and snacksing. Visit your local REI Co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside. Live from NPR News, I'm Giles Snyder. Vice President Kamala Harris is praising Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. You have been an extraordinarily courageous leader and have shown your commitment to the Ukrainian people and to democratic principles, including the most important, one of the most important, which is the importance of sovereignty and territorial integrity. Harris speaking at a joint press conference with Zelensky at the Munich Security Conference. President Zelensky, meanwhile, is warning that what he called an artificial deficit of weapons for his country risks giving Russia breathing room in the war. We can get our land back, and Putin can lose. But keeping Ukraine in the artificial deficits of artillery and long-range capabilities allows Putin to adapt to the current intensity of the war. Ukraine is facing shortages of ammunition as U.S. military aid has been delayed for months in Congress. That long stalled military aid package includes some $60 billion for Ukraine. Funeral services will be held later today in coastal Georgia for Sergeant Brianna Moffat, one of the three U.S. Army reservists killed by a drone strike last month in Jordan. Her remains were flown earlier this week to Savannah, where Moffat is being celebrated as a hometown hero. As Benjamin Payne of Georgia Public Broadcasting reports. Hundreds paid their respects in downtown Savannah this week as a police motorcade escorted Moffat's hearse from the airport to a funeral home. Among those saluting was Sergeant Amy Noble, who was stationed at nearby Hunter Army Airfield. Noble reflected on Moffat's sacrifice. It means everything to me. It touched so close to home because we might be going soon. You know, we might have to go over there. We might have to serve. And you don't want to think that you're not coming back. An Iran-backed militia claimed credit for last month's drone attack that killed Moffat and two other U.S. troops. For NPR News, I'm Benjamin Payne in Savannah, Georgia. To Texas now, where State Attorney General Ken Paxton is scheduled to go to trial for felony fraud this spring. Houston Public Media's Lucio Vasquez reports that a judge has rejected his attempts to have the cases thrown out of court. Paxton is facing felony securities fraud charges for allegedly misleading investors in a technology firm before he became Texas's attorney general. During the hearing in Houston, Paxton's legal team argued that his right to a speedy trial had been violated because of long delays in the case, which has lingered for nearly nine years now. That request was ultimately denied, meaning Paxton will soon face a jury. After the hearing, Paxton's attorney, Dan Cogdale, said Paxton still feels confident. I mean, this thing has been pending for eight years. They want to dance? Put on your shoes. It's time to go. Let's dance. Paxton's trial is set to begin on April 15th. For NPR News, I'm Lucio Vasquez. And you're listening to NPR News. Reports out of Russia say more than 100 people have been detained in multiple cities after they came to lay flowers in memory of the late opposition leader Alexei Navalny. Navalny died Friday in a Russian penal colony. His spokesperson is demanding that Russian authorities immediately hand over Navalny's body to his family. Federal officials rejected three hydroelectric projects in Arizona on the Navajo Nation this week, and tribal officials are praising the decision. Clark Adamitis, member station KSUT, reports. The Federal Energy Regulatory Commission denied permits Thursday for water storage projects in the Black Mesa region of the Navajo Nation. 
communities on the high plateau rely on aquifers that are two to 3,000 feet below the ground. Environmental justice advocate Nicole Horseherder says coal mines have used billions of gallons of groundwater in the region over the past 50 years. In a place that gets less than eight inches of rainfall a year, we're almost 100% dependent on these groundwater sources. Federal commissioners also announced a new policy of not allowing projects on tribal lands that don't have tribal support. For NPR News, I'm Clark Adamitis. Japan's next-generation H-3 rocket successfully lifted off today. The launch from a pad in southwestern Japan puts a country's space program back on track after the failure of an initial flight last year. The flight of the H-3 lasted for nearly two hours and it successfully released two small observation satellites. Last month, Japan oversaw the successful touchdown on the moon of an uncrewed spacecraft. I'm Giles Snyder, NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com switch.